Hey, Amy, what do you want to do? No, um, no. What is there to do? Uh, I don't know. You want to do like a podcast or something? No, it's too much work. All right. You just want to watch TV or something? I guess, but what do we watch? Well. should ask. We've got a whole episode on it. Wow! Looks like we're trying to prepare everyone for being stuck inside for a while. Like us. And probably you. Probably. I think most people are still stuck inside. Yeah. So we've got some TV for you. And maybe a couple movies. Yeah. Like series of movies. Yeah. Because that takes longer periods of time. Yeah. And helps the time pass. All about that time pass. I... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Talk Nerdy to Me, baby, where we talk nerdy to you every week, more or less. Baby. <laughs> no. It's no. the name. <laughs> I know, and it's my fault. And Arwen is still trying to climb the chair like it's Mount Everest. Mount Everest is very short. <laughs> <laughs> I mean for a cat. Anyway... We're I've here. seen her jump make it in one jump. Ain't no cat gonna jump Mount Everest in one jump. Or anything, really. Really? <laughs> Alright, so, we have compiled a We've list. been stuck inside. Yeah, I mean, the, the stir craze is real. But, we've been trying to compile a list of stuff that you can watch while you're stuck inside. So that by the end of all this, you can come out more cultured in all things that are pop- Culture? Well done. Well done. Thanks. <sighs> All right. All right. Uh, so, the reason I wanted to do this episode is because of one show, so I will start with it. And sure. that is uh, something we've, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it before, Good Girls. Good Girls, yeah. which is currently airing. Yes. But every uh, new episode, so... I, I wanted to, to add this onto, as part of a deal with you of our audience, we are going to, when we name something or talk about something, we're also going to let you know where and how to find it. Yep, so if something that we would say to binge is not available on some kind of streaming platform for you right now, then we're not going to list it. Yeah. So that technically means that nothing that you could buy off Amazon Video or like some kind of digital copy or on Apple or whatever is on here. If you pay for the streaming service, it could be. Yeah. Right? Yep. Girl. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yes, so Good Girls is, uh, they have the first two seasons on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And uh, everything else is, or like everything is on Hulu as well. Uh, and they are adding the new episodes as they release. Yeah. Uh, I think you're... Have you watched any of the season yet? Yes. Okay. I have. I'm not completely caught up with the newest season, but... I, I just have, have to watch, like, the newest one, I think. Uh, I think there's one 
coming up soon. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, it is about... So, this show has probably one of the best pilots I've ever seen. And I got Casey to watch it. I always wanted to, but then I was informed by Amy, so here's your credit... Thanks. ...that it was on Netflix, so I could watch it. Yeah. It's fun. It has Christina Hendricks and Mae Whitman. And Retta. Retta. But if we're giving out the true credit, it goes to the billboard near Universal. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where I saw the big billboard of it. I was like, ooh, that looks good. I like all of those people. Yeah, we talked about Good Girls on some episode of something. Yeah. But anyway, so the episode starts with um, a group of, well, two of the people are sisters. Uh, the other one is like one of their like Best lifelong friends. friends. Yep. Uh, one As explained shows, in like, Flash Bricks. Flash, 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 So they end up getting really desperate and have to rob a grocery store where one of them works. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that show does one of the best jobs I've ever seen of getting you to care about the main characters quickly. Yes, that's true. Uh, like, almost immediately. Like, it just hits you hard right away of, like, this is why, this is who we're dealing with and this is who you should care about, and this is why you should care about them. Also, one of the characters I can't stand the most. There's there's several of those. There's several, but there's only one that's consistent. Are you referring to Matthew Lillard's character? Yes. Okay. I almost, I almost called the other, I almost called him Cricket because I'm so used to him from uh, It's Always Sunny. I know. But he's yes. awful. Yeah. But, like, he's not always there and awful. Yes. Uh, but, yes, Matthew Lillard plays Christina Hendricks' husband, who is Which... very, very terrible. But I will say, in, like, the past season specifically, like, they've been giving him stuff to do, like, actor-wise. They've been yes. giving him stuff. Uh, but, but it still yes. doesn't mean that his character's choices are anything I like at all, his condescending ass. Sorry. So... Uh, <laughs> this show affects you <laughs> and Man. makes you have feelings. And yeah. uh, boy, does it. Like, the writing on this show is so good. So, so good. good. Uh, and you have really, like, great female acting at the forefront. Mm-hmm. The writing, like, all around is really good. Um, the supporting cast is great, whether they're good or bad people. Well, uh, one like, thing I really actually like about it is that they let our main characters not be good people sometimes, which I think is... But, Amy, that's the title. I know, but unlike most shows where if a girl doesn't do something that's nice and considerate, you know, or they get killed, this show lets you, like, screw everything up and still be sympathetic. I would compare this show to, like, Breaking Bad. Yeah, there's actually a lot of... uh similarities to yeah the, the the setup of it and everything and the, like i i haven't watched breaking bad but i know like the concept of like the escalation of the bad things he will try to explain to do yeah uh, and that's kind of what the show does i i'm waiting to see if like any of them like truly cross over the deep end uh, like any of the characters, because like that's Breaking Bad is just like the spi- the spiral of Walter yep. White's character. Uh, to me, none of them have 
like they still have a lot of sympathy on them. Oh yeah. And I feel like anytime there's something bad happens or we see any of them do something bad, there's always something, re- uh, ironically related in their home life. Yep. To whatever's going on, but also it like reminds you. It is technically a sitcom, or it's like a half hour drama. It's it, it's, it's it's a, a dramedy. Yeah, it's a dramedy though. But like, cause like they manage to like whenever something really heavy hits, they always know how to bring it bring back, back and, and do something funny too. Yep. Like, but it's a also, really funny show. It really is a very funny show. That's why, like, it it was Christina Hendricks who was like, I want to do a comedy. Yeah. And I then, think it was sold to her as a comedy because she's like, I've done all of this drama, like, most of my career. I want to do something funny. And then she's like, I've done some of the hardest acting I've done in my entire life. Yeah. Someone lied. <laughs> <laughs> Someone sold me on a third of this show. Yeah. But anyway, it it's great. It's definitely worth it. Manny uh, Montana as the villain Rio oh, is so good. I adore him. Like, but, he was on a different thing that I've seen as the, like, the lovable bad guy. And that he's not lovable in this, but I like him so much. Yeah, he's, uh, he's scary, he's funny, and charismatic, and can be all of those at once or any combination at any point. Right. And it keeps, like, the the biggest quality that he has as a character is interesting. Yeah. Because you never know what he's going to do, and if you do, you're in anticipation of him doing it. Yeah, it's like you're on the con- constant edge wondering, like, which version of him you're going to get. Because he plays people like a fiddle. Like, yeah. and it's it's really interesting to watch. Yeah, it's like... He could easily, I don't know, there's so many characters that he could have been yep. as far as, like, you better get me my money or I'm going to kill you. And, like, there is that sort of element to it. But, at time, but like, there's there's way more to it than Everything that. is just coated in charm. Yeah, and it's, like, it could have so easily been, like, a very stereotypical part. Yeah. But I think due to the writing and his performance and, like, everything around it, like, yeah, yeah. solid. Super no. solid show. Solid. But uh, that's what I wanted to kick off this episode with because it's such a good show and like, it you get to see some people like, I mean, Reda's from. Are we doing from, a girls episode? Pretty much. No. Uh, <laughs> Reda's from uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, uh, which I'm pretty sure I will get to later on in the episode. But you know, seeing someone who has come from a comedic background, uh, her and some other characters and the people in the show like Rena Wilson, other people like, they came from comedic roots, mm-hmm. and to see them do, like, some really fine acting is nice. As we close up this so that w- this episode doesn't end up being two hours long. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. I mean, I love the show. I get it. Uh, I do want to say the other thing that I love about this show is uh, the actor that plays me with his kid. Yeah. They are great. Yeah. And, like, they let an actual, like, trans actor play a trans kid and the mom is, like, the biggest support, like, for all of her screw-ups in lots of other parts of life. Yeah. That is one thing that, like, she hasn't. Yeah. Never questions it. Her kid is just her kid. Yeah. Like... Her kid is, like, her best friend. Yeah. And her... uh, And her therapist. Her, uh, 
what's probation officer. <laughs> that too. <laughs> anyway. Right. What have you got for us? So, uh, I guess we're not going to stop with the heavy hitters first. So, I was going to recommend Battlestar Galactica. Ooh. Which is another show about horribly flawed people being horribly flawed in a very interesting way. Well, we both already watch Good Girls, but someone's about to take me down the Battlestar Galactica journey, please. I mean, this Tell is, me more. lately has been the only time I've actually gotten you to consider starting Battlestar Galactica. We just... We watch so many shows, but that's what we're that's why we're here. We have plenty to tell you about. Yeah. So Battlestar Galactica in a world Ooh, I'm in. where history just repeats itself over and over again. The Cylons have returned to run humans off Earth. So those pesky Cylons. So it so Battlestar Galactica is probably like one of my favorite shows of all time. Like the not the original. Not the one from like the seventies or the eighties, the the reimagined one that was on Sci-Fi for the majority of its life. I think it might have been on a different channel for like the first season. I don't know. I didn't watch it when it was live. I watched it on DVD that I rented because that was the time in which I watched it. Um, <laughs> wow! Did you know there was a time where Netflix just the DVDs? Yeah, because I canceled it right after I tried it. <laughs> um, so. Battlestar Galactica. It's about humans who are escaping from their world because of the attack of the Cylons and going out into space to find a new Earth. And it's all about humanity, what it means to be human, what it means to be alive, what it means to have a soul, like who deserves to live and what it means to be subjugated as like a creation that has overgrown its creator, sort of, or grown equal to its creator. And it, it's such, like, a morally complex drama in a sci-fi setting. It has some of my favorite, like, space settings. So the people who did the effects of the space in this are the same people who did the effects of space in Firefly. And it's one of... I was going to ask, like... It's it, one of my favorite things because it feels empty. So, like, I love Star Trek. We all... I might talk about Star Trek later. Everyone knows I love Star Trek. One of the things that I, I think Battlestar Galactica gets done well more so than Star Trek, is Star Trek's, like, space always feels so full. And they do a really great job in Battlestar Galactica of making it feel empty. So every time they're in space and fighting stuff, I feel like it's just a void. And I really enjoy that. But it also has some of, like, the best, most complex characters that you're ever going to meet. You have, like, Starbuck, who, you know, is probably, like, one of our main, 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 main people. And usually she's most people's favorite character. And I see why. Katie Sackhoff is amazing. But, like, Starbuck, you love her. You hate her. She makes horrible, horrible decisions. But everyone does. Whether it's President Rosalind, whether it's, like, uh, Adama or Adama. <laughs> <laughs> Families. Uh, like, everything about it is so cool. And there's the mystery and intrigue of who's a Cylon and, like, where what what is this all building to and it takes place over like long courses of time so you see the characters grow and change and like crash and burn and build themselves back up again and it's it's such a journey and for me like the ending of it was truly like encompassed what the show was trying to do and i know some people hate it i don't agree everyone's entitled to their opinion i don't agree but you can watch all of it on i wrote it down hulu and also uh Sci-Fi. So Sci-Fi's online platform has all of it. 
right now. It's not on Amazon anymore? I don't think it's on Amazon. I saw okay. it on Hulu. Okay. But it is available for free completely right now on Sci-Fi Channel's website. Cool. So that was the other reasons because I saw a thing about that and I was like, this is the time. And there's four-ish seasons. It's chopped up in a very weird way, but it's easy to watch. And like two TV movies that go in the middle. And it just like, I... I constantly think of these characters. I constantly think of their stories and their struggles. And it's like Boomer is my favorite. Like, I love Boomer. She's so cool. Boomer and Athena. I think Boomer is the name of the guy in, in Good Girls that it I is. knows cr- Cricket. I was it like, is. that's his name. <laughs> but no, this is the girl who, uh, she went on to Hawaii Five O for a while and has done like a bunch of other stuff. But I think of her from this the most. Arwen, is your head supposed to be in that bag? No. Anyway, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Six is amazing. It has some of the people I hate the most. Man, Gaius Baltar. Ugh. Uh, but I, it's so cool. And I like, much like Good Girls, I like not liking a character all the time, even if I like the character. Like, I like being able to see people be flawed and human. And one of the, like, the biggest things about it is the humanity of the show because it's about, like, are humans more entitled to the term human and the freedom of life than the Cylons? And there's a lot of religious, like, allegory in stuff. And there's a lot of, like, those big questions of life. And I really, like, for me, I really enjoy that kind of subtext in shows. But you don't have to like be interested in like religious history or like the deconstruction of archetypes to enjoy the show it's also just a really fun sci-fi show where they do space battles and you know crash land on a bunch of different things and like everyone has to live on a spaceship in his claustrophobia land but yeah it's really cool like it it's one of the best like space dramas and just space shows in general and i just really like it i've watched it three times fully I think at this point. Get ready to do it again. I am ready. We can watch one today. I think we are. <gasps> Yay! That was a good idea. Me too. So I'm going to lighten things up a little bit. Okay. With one of my favorite shows and one that I've gotten you into and we've talked many, many times about. Mm-hmm. 9-9. 9-9. 9-9. So this is all on Hulu. Uh, they have new episodes every week uh thursdays i believe yep. is when it comes out uh this is like i think it may have become my favorite sitcom it's my favorite sitcom uh it's as just, someone who doesn't have many sitcoms that they like it's just like the cast and and everything is so good the it's hilarious it's got so much heart to it uh like the ensemble is so good together uh and it just you would not think of a cop show a cop show to be that funny and that I mean there was stuff like Night Court and you know those type of things yeah but you wouldn't expect a, a show focused around the a, precinct of a, a precinct in New York in New York yeah <laughs> in Brooklyn uh, to be so funny and so full of heart and but, also so progressive it, yeah like, like that's one of the best things about it is it's open acknowledgement of you know the diversity of current human oh, yeah. culture no i was getting there because they have uh like they have two latina female leads yeah. 
uh, they have a black man in charge who the first episode, spoiler in the first episode, is a gay captain. Yeah. Uh, and you have a black sergeant. Uh, and they actually were the first to use uh, bisexual as a term. Or well, one of in, those kind of things, yeah. In, uh, on television? Or on, like, like, on... Uh, like primetime television or something. Primetime cable, like non-cable show channels. Yeah, it was a specific thing, but the, they did. I forget it. what the the name for non-cable channels are, like the big four. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it was. Also, oh, I was gonna just say also, as showings of stuff that they do that way, you have Charles, who is um, to me like really great at breaking down the construction of masculinity because mm-hmm. he's allowed to like. They laugh at Charles because Charles does silly things. He's like, but they our family nev- crest is a white flag. Yeah, <laughs> but they never, like, make fun of him for being that way. Like, they never disrespect him for being that way. Yeah. They make fun of him for, like, him doing things that you can out... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they... I mean, if anything... He's he not gets, shamed for anything. The only thing he gets shamed for is not giving himself enough credit. Yeah. Like, in one of the most recent episodes, he does, like, a really good job and solves a case, like, super well. Yeah. And they're like, dude, like... Don't stop trying to give other people credit. Yeah, like, you, you did, did this. this. You are a good cop. Yeah, and he's a great father. Mm-hmm. And, like, they, they purposely give him some over-the-top, like, characteristics or traditions or what have you. But they never, like, make fun of him for not being, like, the typical macho masculine thing for masculine sort of person. Yeah. And I also really liked in the most recent episode where uh, the team was attending, like, a, a baby showery thing. Um, I really liked their their specific of using a, a sex reveal party or a, and them talking about the biological sex of the baby because it's it's the most correct way at the moment for you to do something like that because gender reveal is a very, very uh, troubled term since gender is some kind of a construct and the binary gender is a limiting factor and people can change as they get older but and all that kind of stuff. they do all that stuff like almost off the cuff. Yeah, and, it, like, it, they, they did not acknowledge why they were doing it. Even the characters who were like the less like... Progressive. You would expect to be the less progressive ones don't even question it. It's just how it is. So like, yeah, they're, it's the I'm having a, a girl, I'm having a boy thing. But they, they make a specific moment to not call it like a gender reveal thing and i like that a lot and they they have in more recent seasons uh tackled some of the tougher subjects of uh being on the police force and those type of things and they do it very very well uh like for instance uh terry cruz's character uh gets in trouble with another cop for being black and they have an episode about that that's very uh touching and like very well handled like Everything that all the material that they do is very well handled uh, every time, like and uh, in every case, death of people. Mm -hmm. Like they had a recent episode where someone that they don't like died, but they still got to the root of what it means to mourn a person passing, which was really interesting. Yeah, Uh, but it's it's just so good. Like the everything is has so much heart. As like it's uh, created by Michael Schur who. Had a part in the American Office, uh, Parks and Rec, uh, and so this is like you know I've always called it like the Holy Trinity, but I, I think this has become like uh, surpassed the others and, and is like my favorite of of those. It's, it's my just, favorite. It's just very well refined and just everything is in good taste and it's just uh, just 
so uh, heartwarming and, and wholesome. Wholesome. There you go. In, you. in a in a loose term of wholesome, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But I mean, for something that's also created by uh, Andy Samberg, who's a member of the Lonely Island, it was much more wholesome than I ever expected. Yeah, like and and people like him who it is still a, a, a sitcom, but there's a lot of like moments of gravitas and like yep. they get to have acting moments and that's something that I always look for because like you can be funny all day but can you you know add that extra element of weight and heart to it and yep. they do and even like and this is the other thing that happened in a very recent episode where even like the grossest characters are still good people mm-hmm. even when like they're gross and they have like traits and you're like oh my god they still come back to it and still, like, on the the big things, like, are good. Does yeah. that make sense? And I'm trying to say this without spoilers, so I can't, like... Yeah, it's just, like, they are all good cops at the end of the yeah. day. And they, you know, as goofy as some of them are, everyone has a good moral compass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. All right. We're going through this so quickly, aren't we? <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, we're going at normal speed for us. Okay, so, here. You want to do one that's just, like, super quick? Sure. So, on Hulu, if you just need to, like, completely veg out your brain and just surround yourself with adorable things, I found out that Hulu has all the seasons of the show called Too Cute, which is just (laughs) watching kittens and puppies and sometimes bunnies, and there have been goats just grow up. For, like, a couple weeks before they can be adopted. That's all it is. And there's a narrator who's, like, this old dude. I think he's kind of, like, an old British dude. But he gives, like, a storyline to these puppies who are just running around doing things. And it's like, oh, yeah, this one. Oh, the adventure that he likes to go on. Look, he finally left the nest. Oh, this one, you know, this was the shy one. You're, like, sitting there eating. Like, haha, he's fine. He fell down. Look, there he goes. (laughs) And it's just so cute. You know, it's just so cute. You get, like, three or four sets of puppies or kitties to follow in an episode, and it's just really cute if you just need a break from anything. There you go. That was fast. Yeah. Too cute. Do you want to do another one? Why? Do you not have any fast ones? Uh, I mean, mine's pretty... The next one's pretty fast. Okay. Uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah! I mean... Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah. yeah, so Ed and Eddie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how well the mic picked that up, but mm. uh, most of this is on YouTube, so... Illegally. But there are... Um... No, there's like the there's like the channels that... There are the free ones. Yeah. There are... Uh, but I'm it's... sure every... Like, it's TV, so everything you can find illegally, but these yeah. are ways legally... But there are people them. who like playing Ed and Eddie 24 hours a day. Yeah. Anyway. My happy place. Uh, <laughs> this is, I, I would call it a binge show because you can just sit there and watch it forever. I remember when I was a kid, like, anytime it was on, when they would have their marathons, that's what I would do all day, is just sit and watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Well, no, I take it back. There was, I do remember once, it was like a summer marathon, yeah. and I cleaned my room while watching Ed, Ed, and Eddie. So I multitasked, and it wow. was great. Uh, but there's a bunch of episodes on YouTube, uh, and... Yeah, like, if you just want a quick thing, quick funny cartoon, like, I mean, I don't need to sell you on Ed, Ed, and Eddie. It's great. Uh, the only thing is, like, you might need to, uh, there were a couple episodes that I was like, I'm in the mood to watch this one. I just had to look up to try and find, like, the name of the episode. Yep. 
to find it. Uh, but yeah. And 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 I am double D. Wow. It's great. I love it. It's like one of my favorite shows from when I was a kid. I know. We had an episode about that. We did. All right. Ready? Yep. Okay. Uh, On Netflix, you can watch the entirety of Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls was a show that when I was a teenager, I hated on principle because my sister liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. The sister principle. It exists. Um, She did the same thing to lots of things that I liked. Man, the amount of times she's come back, like, as we've gotten older, being like, oh, yeah, I was listening to this thing. I was like, do you remember how much crap you gave me and how much you called me weird and a loser for liking X thing? That's what older siblings do. They come around to things way later after making fun of you for it. (sighs) Anyway, Gilmore Girls is about a mother and a daughter who live in a, like, New Englandy little town. I think it's Connecticut. It might, I think it's Connecticut. I mean, it's totally not North Carolina, I'll tell you that much. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it was filmed. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Uh, it's meant to be like a New England thing because they're near uh, Harvard and all those things. And Yale. But it's about a mother and a daughter and their adventures in, uh, you know life in their small town of Stars Hollow, and it goes from when Rory is in high school to her graduating college. And it's just, like, Lorelai is one of my favorite characters ever. She's just, like, she's everything you want to be when you grow up, which is a little rebellious, very, like, a little unique and quirky, but, like, never out of touch with just having fun and being alive. And... A lot of people think that I identify most with Rory. And while I do, like, identify with some of Rory, I still feel more like I always want to edge towards being a Lorelai. It's also where I first saw um, Melissa McCarthy as Sookie before she got um, typecasts into being the character that she plays in a lot of her stuff right now. Uh, But Thank you, Bridesmaids. (laughs) Yep. That did it. Well, I mean, I'm happy for her because she gets to do all these things. But uh, Suki was a, a different kind of character for her and just like heartwarming and adorable and just like she's a chef who takes it really seriously about being a chef and she's just very cute. Towards the end of it, she's not there as much because that was about when she was starting to get like more well known. Um, it has one of like the best romances ever, which is Luke and Lorelai, despite the fact that Luke makes some decisions which made me question him very hard. Like there's sometimes there's some point in the show where like it because you like the character so much, it hurts. Like, it is a drama. Like, it is, like, a family drama, but it's so good. And it was one of the first, like, big shows for Amy Sherman Palladino, who now does Marvelous Miss Maisel. Um, her sequel show to Gilmore Girls, I think it was her first sequel show to Gilmore Girls, was Bunheads with Sutton Foster. And it only got one season, but it was also so good. But it was very, it was much more Gilmore Girls-esque than the Marvelous Miss Maisel. But Gilmore Girls is just, like, it's feel-good, it's, you know, family-oriented, but it doesn't lie about the troubles you have in family. And it has, like, its issues when dealing with, like, the idea of, like, money struggles and not money struggles. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, they're living paycheck to paycheck, but that's a choice because of the fight between the family, which is, like, legitimate. is a legitimate thing. 
but there's always the fallback of the grandparents, and so I understand that that criticism of it. I do like the actor who plays her dad. Uh, uh Rory's dad or uh, Lorelai's dad. Like the oh grandpa. yeah, yeah. Oh, he died. I know. And then they, when they did the Gilmore Girls thing on Netflix, it was so sad. There was oh my god, one of the saddest things I've ever like watched on a, a show was just watching the grandma, who's an amazing actress, and she's if. Bunheads is also available if you feel like watching it. I forget if it's on Hulu or Netflix, but I think it's Hulu, but it is available to watch. And I do actually recommend it if you like Gilmore Girls as just something to watch. But uh, she is on uh, Bunheads as the dance instructor of the little area, of the little like dance studio that the show takes place around. And she's amazing in that too and just so different. But at, like the grandma is just, like she's an amazing actress and she's, because the grandfather died before the filming of the the Netflix version of Gilmore Girls came on, there's just a moment of her, like, dealing with it, and it's so sad. And a lot of the show kind of deals with her learning to be alone, and it's so sad. It made me cry. But anyway, uh, Gilmore Girls was great. There's a season that really sucks because of a thing. Um, yes? Was it the writer strike? No, there's there's a storyline in which, spoiler alert, cover your ears for like 30 seconds if you don't want to hear about it. There's a se- season in which th- they're fighting and they don't talk and it really like gets uh, to me and I don't like it. Oh uh, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, and so there's that. Also, I hate Jess. I hate Jess. They made him mostly okay in the... Cause, so the Netflix thing has pretty much everybody. I would say like the Netflix like epilogue series or like uh it, they want a mini series. One. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a it's a mini season. Like yeah. they want to do another one cuz this one was definitely I think it was fall themed. Mm-hmm. Um like I think they want to do one for each season cuz they left the story open for more. And Jess was okay in that one. And that's a lot for me to say because I do not like Jess. I do not like any of Rory's boyfriends. They what suck. about Dean? Dean is okay <laughs> until a point. But he stole his brother's name to get away and have a normal first. life. <laughs> but then he went back into fighting monsters and stuff. I know. It's always the funniest thing to me when I think about that. Anyway, uh, Rory has bad choice in men. Lorelai has not as bad. Uh, Gilmore Girls... It's really fun. It's really heartwarming. You can like it whether you're like into that kind of stuff or not. I think it pretty is, is pretty universal. So long as once you watch like one or two episodes, see if you like the pacing, because a lot of the star thing of Gilmore Girls is the fast talking witticisms. They do. They they are fast talkers. But yeah. But anyway. in a realistic way. Yes. Anyway, Gilmore Girls. Uh, let's see. Hey, I had a short one. There's a not short one. Oh, I don't have it on there. Uh, yeah, but I'll just say Parks and Rec. I, I kept bringing it up. Uh, I had it, just in case. Yeah, it's on Netflix, uh, the whole thing. Uh, really great uh, sitcom, uh, like, mockumentary uh, with, like, one of the best casts of all time. And, like, they did what's nearly impossible, which is uh, bringing someone onto the show. Uh, and, you know, usually that... Oh, yeah. Usually they that... Did it. They did it twice, and it normally suggests, like, a dip in quality, but they, like, to me, it got better when they added people. I will say, 
Yes. Though I was still never a big fan of the one they added in, like, the last season. Oh, no. I, was... I know who you mean. Yeah. No. But... Spoiler alert. Rob Lowe and uh, Adam Scott. Once yeah. they bring the two of them in, it just, like, skyrockets. That's what I mean. I was so surprised that it didn't start with them. Uh, I... I don't know, like, if it was something, like, they were trying to... If it was, like, a ratings poll to try to, like, get them in. Uh, but I know if that... it was a Danny DeVito thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think I it was quite... That. Yeah, I don't think it was quite, like, bringing a Danny DeVito in kind of a thing. But, um, I will plug, uh, Adam Scott left and they canceled Party Down, mm-hmm. uh, which is an amazing show that's only 20 episodes. Uh, that one's not on anything. Or, actually, it might be on Hulu now. I don't know. It comes and goes, but it's... The show about a catering business and a bunch one of actors. One season has Jane Lynch. One season has... Um... Megan Mullally. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Karen. And I'm like, it was, it's not Karen. It was a brilliant show, but everyone kept having to leave because they were doing other shows. Yep. Uh, but yeah, he left to do Parks and Rec, which, I mean, I don't think I need to go into too much detail about no, it. No. Uh, Leslie and Ben are one of my favorite TV couples. Yeah. They're fun. I want to play his board game. Oh, yes. I am hoping to emerge from this whole ordeal with my Cones of Dunshire. <laughs> <laughs> my own personal Cones of Dunshire. All right. That's been one of my favorite takeaways from this whole thing is, like, which Ben Wyatt are you today? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is that all you would like to say? Uh, I'll throw in another, another quickie. Sure. Uh, two cookies. Since we mentioned Dean, I mean, you could watch Supernatural. They have everything on... That is true. Uh, Netflix. It's, it's a long journey, and it's an intense journey. If you want a journey, there you go. Uh, the newest season is, well, partially on the CW, because it's in its last season. It's going to be ending... Season 13? 15. 15. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yep. Uh, the other thing I want to say is, uh, whose line is it anyway? Yeah! If you just want some funny stuff and having a good time... Uh, there's actually a YouTube video up of them uh, Skype or Zoom there's calling. There's a couple, because I guess they're just going to keep doing it for a while. Yeah, because their new season is on the, the CW. So uh, you can there's like episodes on YouTube, compilations yep, and everything. You can find like a bunch of the old stuff on YouTube yep. in, like the case said, compilations or some full episodes. Or like if you want to see every hoedown ever. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so there's multiple ways you, you can watch it, uh, and they have most of the, I think they have a lot of the Drew Carey stuff on the CWC, which is also free. Yep. Uh, and they, they have, have the British version. The British version is on Hulu. Yep. So, yeah, there's ways to watch all of them. And the British version doesn't have all of the cast, but it does have Ryan and Colin. Yep. Uh, I know that Wayne Brady was added at the very end, but there's a lot of uh, Greg Proops on yep. there. Who's uh, so... I love Greg Proops. Yes. Oh, uh, bone Daddy. <laughs> Has it hanging? Bone Daddy. Yeah. Which is also available to watch on Disney+. Plus. Yep. Just uh, yeah, not. fun fact for those out there. Greg Proops is in Nightmare Before Christmas. He's also the announcer during the pod race in Star Wars. Woo! So there you Good go. Good job being that guy. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I mean, everyone is mostly familiar. So I don't really have a, like, a lot more to say about Who's Line, but it's super fun, and we like to watch it a lot, and... Yeah, if you just want to laugh. Yeah, it's, it's an very easy funny. way to laugh. Very funny. So what you got? What you got? Okay, so one thing that is coming back today as we are filming this. Yes, it is today. I got a notification from it. It's Killing Eve. 
and I Love Kill Eve. It is, there's two seasons available currently on Hulu, and it's just coming back. It's on BBC America and AMC as it's currently airing. Then I think they're putting the episodes as they air up on Hulu. I'm not entirely certain. Don't quote me on that one, but there are two seasons to watch. And um, Killing Eve is about Eve, who is brought in on a special task force to try to solve this thing that's going on with all these killings. And you meet the app- the aptly named uh, Villanelle. <laughs> I know. Like, it, it sounds silly, but then, like, it just it fits her so well. It's some of the best acting I have ever seen. It has um, Aunt Petunia. Ah, uh, yes. As, like... A Fiona Shaw, I think yeah, as like an M level, like lead character lady, and there's just like excellent performances. It's heartbreaking in some places, and just like the tension and the relationship between Eve and Villanelle is like one of the best I've seen portrayed on screen in a while, and like the complications of it, and just like the it is very much like a will they, won't they kind of thing because like it it's love but it's like the most twisted version of love that you can like imagine and it's very very interesting to see and it's uh it has a lot of that kind of like red room kind of idea not not 100% so don't say I'm not saying that they have a red room but it's like that kind of thing with like raising and training these people to do things and it's just like it's so interesting and there's a and at the end of the last season so while I'm really excited for this one to come back there the ending of the last season was just like so surprising and like it shocked me so much and I don't know there's just so many nuances it's so cool it's so fast-paced and like I I never know what they're doing next like you think something's gonna happen and something happens and then something else happens and you're like the heck did I just see but anyway Killing Eve really really good should also get you to watch it. Yeah, I I definitely will. Yeah, it's it's, so good. A, it's, a it's also stuff. very short. Yes. Uh, speaking of, uh, it's not on my list, but something to to kind of like something that I've seen that's very has a very similar vibe is Luther. Uh, I think that oh, yeah. one's still on Netflix. Uh, the first series in particular is like one of the best sets of episodes I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Like, it takes you on a ride. <laughs> a ride. A ride. Uh, but yeah, you talking about that made me have to mention it. Um, but next, I want to talk about. Uh, let's go. Let's go in a completely different direction, shall sure. we? But still on Hulu. Sure. My hero. My hero. My hero academia. My hero academia. We finally mostly we fi- like we've caught up with all the the dubbed versions. Yeah, I know. There's the the never ending war of sub versus dub. Uh, but Hulu has the first three seasons uh, in dub and sub, and then they have the sub of the fourth season up. Yeah. Uh, but it's just a good show with like a lot of fun characters. Like, it's just anime meets superheroes, like Marvel and DC superheroes, but yeah. just but also like wacky Japan. The most moments. ridiculous superpowers. Yeah, they are called quirks and aptly named. Uh, but it's about like a group of students who are just doing the best they can and want to uh, help the world out, and uh, it's just it's a it's a fun time. Uh, it's classic, got all the classic anime things. Yeah. Um, 
And we played a D&D version for your birthday. We did. For my birthday, uh, I wanted to do a My Hero D&D game, and I did. My friend PJ did an excellent job as DM, uh, as he always does. Yeah, and we've always, we thought about having like a a Dungeons and Dragons themed episode with PJ, if that's something that people would like to hear once PJ can come in. (laughs) We will get him in there. Well, I I meant more like once he's allowed in the door. Yes. I can see it right now. Go away, PJ. I'm kidding. He's not there. No. But uh, I played uh, Zuku Midoriya, or Deku. Deku. And you played Suyu. I was frappy. Yeah. Little froggy. I always a frog. She's, I, I want to cosplay her so bad, man. And I, like, the Renaissance Fair got pushed back, so, like, the costume I was planning, I will have to do later. And also probably, like, in video form or something, because, like, I, I, I paid for it. But I also want to get, there's a, the costume of her fantasy outfit. Yeah, there's uh, one of the end titles so in the good. show has like a lot of the, the main cast in uh, sort of fantasy setting and yep. fantasy outfits. I'd love to get the Deku one for that because yeah. it's super cool. Like, um, I, I go back and forth between whether I want to be Uraraka, who's the sorcerer, which, or... I think you'd like that one more in I, this case. So I think I would like to do both. So I think... I would do both and have one day where I go as Froppy and I just get to be like super cute and like I don't think she has any power or anything. She's just really adorable. And then you have Uraka who has like the staff and she has the witch hat and all that kind of stuff and I would probably do both. Honestly. Well, there you go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just a really good, like it is the, the current generation like big anime yeah. uh, before like there was Naruto and DBZ and like metal and that kind of stuff and like, sailor moon and sailor moon uh my hero is like the big one right now yeah I, I would say there's a lot of them so like don't don't at me bro don't but, come at me attack on titan fans uh my hero <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh it's it's super fun I, yeah. I really enjoy it i do too uh in that vein did you know the cowboy bebop is available on hulu yeah. Yeah. It was more like I saw that when I was looking to see like if the things I was thinking of were on things. I saw that Cowboy Bebop Cowboy was on Hulu and it's short and it's one of the best animes out there. And it's also like universally acknowledged as like the best dub of any anime that's out there. The music is great. It, it's, it's a whole ride. And if you have like a day or two days. It, yeah, it's what is it, like 26 to 28 yeah. episodes, something like that. Like, one season of an American TV show. It's super good. It's one of the best animes out there, and it's worth a watch, and it's available on Hulu. So that was a short a short one that I just wanted. Okay. Just so you know. Yep. Has one of the greatest intros. It does. Songs. Tank. Tank. It, it's great. Thank you. Thanks. I will add really quickly, because it's also was one of those, like, oh, yeah, this is on Hulu. Over the Garden Wall. Is on Hulu. It's a handful of episodes long. It's about as long as a Lord of the Rings movie to watch <laughs> the whole season. And it's only one season. It's a miniseries. And it's so excellently voice acted. The story is great. The aesthetic is great. The music is amazing. And I watch it at least once every year. I made Casey watch it last year. And I'm probably going to Was it this again. year or last year? Uh, it was last year. It was now, That's now it. last year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's so Let's good. Let's not forget we're in 2020 right now. Who can forget 2020? <laughs> <laughs> it will go down in infamy. But, yeah, it's a great thing to watch. It's appropriate for, like, all age groups also, which is 
something that we haven't been talking about, but is also actually appropriate for like a bunch of age groups. It has Elijah Wood. It has a whole bunch of other people that I can't remember. Uh, Christopher Lloyd and a whole bunch of other people. And it's just, it's great. The songs will get stuck in your head. Uh, Tim Curry has a voice in it. And I just, I love it so much. It It's so, it's just one of those things that if I need my heart to feel happy, I watch that. It's got a lot of mature themes to it too. It does. Like, it's very intriguing. Yeah. It like, the lore is really cool. And there's like so many things you can question about it if you want to just dive into the story. You should find a way to do like a D&D version of it. Oh, I can certainly do that. You should. For Halloween. There you go. Yay. Ooh. With the pumpkin head people. <gasps> the pumpkin look at there. You heard it here first, folks. She's She's got that look in her eye. <laughs> she's ready to go. Anyway, Over the Garden Wall. should watch it. it it's super good. Not long. Uh, speaking of not long, actually before I even go into that, uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. So, if you want to watch a lot of Pokemon, I don't need to sell you on Pokemon because Pokemon sells itself. Also, Literally. look at the numbers. How many episodes have we done with Pokemon stuff this, or by now? Yeah. You should know better by now. <laughs> you should know better. Uh, but the first 52 episodes, so like the Indigo League is on Netflix still. Yay. Um, and then there's actually a lot of the Johto, most of like the early Johto episodes. And a lot of the movies. Johto. On, well, the Johto stuff is on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, and then there's, yeah, some of the movies are on Netflix. Uh, I think there might be, I think there's a little bit on Hulu. You can also. Uh, like the X and Y series, I think. Yep. And also, um, they've been releasing like little teeny mini things on their official YouTube channel for yeah. the Pokemon Sword and Shield that are really cute. <laughs> yeah. Like little, little like little, shorts. Little shorts about the things in the world. Yeah. So lots of different avenues for that. Uh. But yeah, just want to throw that out there in case you're feeling like you want to have some. Do you want to be the adventures. very best? Yes. Uh, no one ever was. So next is for me is a completely different direction. Uh, got some short stuff, uh, but the morning show, which is on Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. Uh, I watched this in a very quick setting. You really uh, did. It's got like some really good acting so many people are in the show but the main uh core characters are played by reese witherspoon jennifer aniston and steve carell uh it's about uh the aftermath not the aftermath but like the aftermath of a certain character in the show like how someone's fall from grace because of the me too movement uh affects so many people Especially if it's, like, someone in a more celebrity status. And that's why I didn't watch it. Yeah, it's it's heavy. <laughs> like, it goes there, but, like, the the acting is top-notch. Like, Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston specifically, like, just top of the game. Like, peak, peak acting there. Uh, there's a lot of really, really strong performances in there. Um like just so many people in the show they got mark duplass in it um the lady who plays uh martha jones's sister from doctor who is in it and she's really good um just so many people uh but it's you know it it goes there it it definitely has stuff to say uh, but it's just a really, really strong, like, a lot of people compare it to, like, Network, which was the... Yeah, I remember well, Network was the thing, uh, Newsroom is what I yep. mean. 
Network was the the movie from the seventies. Uh, there's Newsroom, which was the HBO show with Jeff Daniels that uh, Aaron Sorkin wrote, I believe. Yep. Um, and so it's definitely got that sort of vibe to it, uh, but it's just really, Will it make re- really well made. Like that show did? Huh? Will it make me angry like Newsroom did? Uh, probably, except uh, this one, like, one of the things I like about it is, like, the ladies definitely speak up for themselves. Okay. They are definitely flawed in some stuff. It's like, why why are you doing that? Like, that's, you should stand up to your fellow, anyway. Uh, yep. But Reese Witherspoon's character specifically, like, in the first episode, tells off a dude in a coal mine, because, like, there's a whole thing of, like, no, you need to shut this down and all this stuff, and she yep. gets... Her thing goes viral, and that's how she ends up being on the the network show, uh, the morning show. That's called. But she's just someone who is known for speaking her mind because she feels it's the right thing to do, and like, obviously, there's a lot more complexity there. But just a really, I I really enjoyed it, and they're they're planning on making a, a second season of it, and so Eventually. I will watch it. Yeah, they got shut down. Yeah, because obviously. I mean everyone did. Yep. Uh, speaking of Apple TV Plus. Mythic Quest. That was my next one. So yeah, hey, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about Mythic Quest. I'm glad it's on your list. It is. I actually, <laughs> it's one of those things like the more we watched it, the more it grew on me. And so I'm actually really excited to see like a second season. I really liked, uh, so Mythic Quest is a show by the people who did Always Sunny. Uh, or one the, of the dudes. The full thing is Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. Yes. Uh, yes, it's uh, created by and starring Rob McElhenney from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, Which I have not seen. He, and I I know I will not enjoy it's it. Not her, it's not her style, and I totally understand. Uh, but it was created by Rob McElhenney, uh, and also with uh, David Hornsby, who's in the show, and uh, Charlie Day. I'm sure Charlie also, Day will the show. guy who was on Good Girls. Yeah, that's David Hornsby. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. Also on Good Girls. Oh. As a character, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, he always he, plays those. Yeah, like his character doesn't... like. He's just kind of a wimp in the show. He's a whiny wimp. Yeah. But, I mean, all of the characters in the show are very flawed. But, like, you can like them all. Yeah. Like, the It's Always Sunny's humor comes from, look how terrible these people are and they have no idea and they just ruin everyone's lives. These people are just flawed. And yes. And most of them are not great, but still... But most still... of them are trying. Yeah. Like, their version of trying. But it's it's got, like... Such a star-studded cast. Yeah, like, and Poppy was my favorite. Like, yes. She's so good. Uh, I really enjoyed her. So, yeah, the one of the main characters, Poppy, is uh, an Australian game designer. Because it's about the release of an expansion of a of Hunter a, MMO. Of a World of Warcraft Skyrim type of game. Yeah. Um, but there's so many good people. Like, F. Murray Abraham plays the writer who's, like, this... Prolific. Uh, he's a Nebula Award-winning sci-fi fantasy author. Yes, uh, and just what what a character, ma'am. He's he's such a character actor anyway. But uh, yeah, you got Ashley Birch. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the name of the other girl. Uh, the other game tester. I don't remember her name either, but she's kind of like up and coming. Yeah, actor, but she's but, really cool. Yeah. Uh, so you have like game testers, designers, uh, the executive producers, the creators. The like, guy in charge of all the money who is uh, Danny Pudi. Yeah. I love Danny Pudi. I, I took a quiz on something and it told me that I was Abed. Or, <laughs> and I was, or Danny Pudi from um, Community. And yeah, I love Danny Pudi. He plays such a jerk. Yeah, it's... 
Oh, and the the assistant. Uh, Joe. Yeah, Joe, man, the assistant. Man, another uh, like up and coming actress. She, just like she, that character is like ninety nine percent of you have never watched The Weekenders, and that's fine. But there's a girl in that show who's like a background character who's like this very odd child who just keeps going. I like pointy things. That is this character grown up and having a job. She is the the intern that's just quite eh, intense. Yes. Um, but the storyline revolves around like their new expansion and it's all about like the de- development kind of thing behind the game. And it all feels so true to like gaming and game development. Yeah. It, it definitely feels like aggregate. It like... There's a lot of stuff with video games specifically where it's just like... And streamers. Yeah, where it's like, okay, this is clearly written by someone who doesn't know what they're... Like, has no inside... Hasn't really done it themselves. It's just they're writing about it and around it. Mm -hmm. Um, But this feels like it's actually written by people who do play games and who do understand all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah. It's really fun. It's really good. And the... Uh, climax of the last episode skyrocketed it, it, it in my mind. It we had a moment. Should we tell them? No. Okay. It's something that must be experienced. Okay, that's fair. But we had just, a moment where it started, and we just looked at each other, and we were like squealed. What? So like, there was one one choice done yes. by the There's by a, the the it, show. It's very obvious if you get watched through till the end and you get to that moment. You'll if you know, know us. <laughs> yeah. But it's also just like... Yep. So good. And so worth it. Anyway, that was the thing. That was that was next on my list, so... Okay, so should I that. go again? Yes, please. Okay, so you can... Uh, I've talked at length about this in many, many other episodes, so I won't like bore you right now. Netflix has a hell of a ton of Star Trek. Watch all of Star Trek, and then if you get to the end... Uh, CBS All Access has Picard and also Star Trek Discovery. Uh, well, yeah, the, I think they have. So they have most of the series on there, like the different yep. ones. Mm-hmm. I know they have. They have the original series. They have Next Generation. I think they have uh, Voyager. I'm not sure about these Space Nine. I think, I think they so. do. Yeah, I think they have. The, they might not have Star uh, Enterprise. Um, which was the last series made before all of I think of this. there's one of those. Maybe it's Enterprise that they don't have, but yeah. everything which else they I do have. believe it's called Star Trek Enterprise. I'm sorry. I was not my favorite. I was forced to watch it in my physics class. <laughs> it's where they started rewriting a whole crap ton of timeline in a way that I was like, excuse me, you are making some things feel less important. But anyway, I love Star Trek. If you are just looking to have a deep space nerd off, Go explore the galaxy uh, and learn about humanity. But yeah, watch all the Star Treks. They're everywhere, and uh, there's plenty to keep you busy. But there you go. That's as, that's the fastest I've ever talked about Star Trek. So, uh, for my next one, do you want heavy or fun? I think... Uh, we'll go heavy. We'll end on a fun one. Yeah, we'll end on fun. So, the next one is, for me, is Westworld. Oh, dang. Oh! Westworld is so good. Everyone, like, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's confusing. And yes, but it just requires you to pay a lot of attention, and the payoffs are huge. Uh, it's just that classic story of, like, 
what is humanity and uh, can artificial life be more human than human, like that kind of stuff. Like Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Uh, and the newest season is, first of all, is so good, uh, but it's also like very Blade Runner-esque in like the style visually and, and the music is sort of shifted to like a Blade Runner style. But the acting in the show is so, like, at least, so, at least, so, seven levels beyond phenomenal. Like, the acting in this show is so, so good. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood is just a force of nature in this show. Uh, everyone is, like, it's just so good. It's so good. Uh, like, the, it's visually beautiful. The acting is so good, if I haven't said it before. The writing is excellent. Uh, so, I really enjoyed season one. Uh, everyone was like, ah, season two wasn't good. Season two went from, like, it's because of the bar of season one. There's kind mm-hmm. of like a, a weird thing of, like, season one was excellent, and so season two was punished for being very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, take that as you will. But the, the current season is now airing uh they added aaron paul into the show and vincent castle who's also a really good actor um you may not recognize her because she doesn't have a bunch of makeup on but palm clementif who is uh mantis from guardians of the oxy and avengers uh is in it and she plays like a a bodyguard um but yeah there's so many people like uh uh james marsden uh tandy newton is great um uh jeffrey wright He's, uh, he was in The Hunger Games as uh, BT and uh, Felix from the James Bond movies. Uh, he's, he's one of my favorite characters. But yeah, like, it's, it's definitely worth a watch. Like, if you want to feel smart, <laughs> it's the one that's like, yeah, I watched You want to feel smart because you don't, you really aren't smart. Yeah. It was to feel smart. Uh, you'll definitely feel smart and also dumb at the same time. <laughs> uh, it's just so good. Like, this, the current season has more of a streamlined story. The first one is has like an incredible twist at the end of it. Oh yeah, sorry, Ed Harris is also really good. But the first season is all about uh, the twists and turns. It has one of the best twists ever in it. Uh, and uh, the, the story structure, the storytelling in the current season is much more streamlined in it. But to me, like, I think it's just, it is, Fire, as they say. Uh, as the kids say. Yes, as they do, who probably couldn't understand the show. Uh, or watch uh, it, because it's... It depends on how old you think the kids are. Let's say seven, for the sake of my argument. Okay. <laughs> I was going to be like, you know, kids, you got to give like, like the younger generation talking, credit. Like, younger than Pootie Shoe. Aw. That's the reference is, you'll get if you watch Mythic Quest. Yeah. But, yeah, I could go on and on, but the... I, I really think now is a good time to watch Westworld because you're like, you can sit down, you can analyze it, you can enjoy it, and just absorb all of it. Uh, and it's, of course, available on HBO Now and HBO Go. Westworld. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jazz hands. All right. What you got? Uh, so, both on Hulu. And they both fall into, like, a very similar category, so I will put them together. Uh, the Bolt Type, which is also the newest season, I think, like, just finished airing. It's about uh, three girls who work at a women's fashion 
women's fashion esque magazine. It's more like a cosmopolitan esque thing. Who the boss, the big boss of it, is Jan from The Office. Ah, uh, yes. Who is amazing, but it's like Sex in the City if Sex in the City was actually progressive and diverse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and also had more compelling storylines. But I digress. People love Woo! Sex and the City. Hot take. <laughs> a, I want, hey, I have seen every season of Sex and the City. I can speak my truth. So. Westworld. <laughs> no. Uh, the Bold Type is a great show if you're feeling in the mood for, like, that kind of, like, where is my career going and, like, what do I want to do and how do I pursue, like, the things I want to do. And it's like that with a little bit more, like, drama sort of stuff. But it, it's just really fun and it's really heartwarming. And the friendship between the girls is just, like, so good. And it's such a, like, female empowering show that I very much recommend watching it. Similar to it, though not the same because that one was made by Freeform and this one is made by Hallmark Channel. <laughs> uh, younger. Uh, yeah. was made by the Hallmark Channel. Um, and Not Hallmark Channel. Uh, TV. TV Land. TV Land. Sorry. TV Land Channel. Um, similar demographic. Uh, the TV Land Channel made it. It stars Sutton Foster and Hilary Duff. And it is so good. And once you kind of get over the premise of someone thinking that, Hil- uh, that Sutton Foster is like 25. Because she gorgeous. But I don't think she looks 25. <laughs> um. Once you kind of go with that, it, is she like forty or like close to forty? She is forty something. Like okay. in the sh- and in the show, she's a for- she's forty okay. something. Um, the whole thing is that she is recently divorced, and her daughter just went off to college, and she lives with one of her like best friends, who's played by an actress that I know from so many places, and I can't think of her name right now. Um, but like, she just had this big turning point in her life and she feels like she's like in that midlife crisis mode and she feels like she's like gotten stuck and she's she's wanted to pursue things like books book writing and publishing and all that and she just didn't get the chance to when she was younger and so she uh off the cuff applies for this internship which she doesn't think she's gonna get and something or other because it's been a while since I saw the pilot episode makes them think that she's, like, 25. Like, a young person who would be more inclined to be, like, applying for internship positions. And so they mistake her for a millennial. And that, it's a term they use in the show also, is, like, millennial culture, because uh, Hilary Duff thinks she's the same age. And they have a really good friendship, and it's really cool. And the boss that gets she gets hired to uh, be with, like, work for is really awesome. There, she starts date like she starts living this lie of being like a twenty five year old person in the beginning of their career and all that sort of stuff. So it's all about the hijinks of trying to hide your age and all this kind of stuff. And it's a lot better than that premise sounds, um, but it's really fun. Everyone's really good. Hilary Duff is amazing, like amazing, amazing. I hate one of the love interests in this show because he's just so boring when when compared to the other option who is a hot tattoo artist who may have made some mistakes but still interesting i thought you were gonna say it's but still hot <laughs> he is still hot um but 
the other guys just boring and so like that part was like meh for me but overall it's a really great show worth watching it's over so you can watch the entirety of it i think on hulu now nice yeah good for those people who had a crush on hillary duff when they were younger hey that's me <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so i know we brought up it's always sunny yep. a lot uh they have all of that. I think there's some. It might still be some on Netflix, uh, but everything is on Hulu as of right now. Uh, if you wanted to watch that, if you haven't got around to it or want to watch, go through it again. You can. Uh, also, we we both like the the Arrow shows and the CW shows. So uh, they've got all of the most, except the most current season, which has some episodes on the CW. But Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning. Uh, is all on Netflix. I will throw into your CW off. Uh, I don't know if it's on Netflix, but it's definitely on the CW app. The new Nancy Drew show is actually worth a try. Yeah, that one's on Netflix, yeah. It is surprisingly spooky and really good at jump scares. Nice. Yeah, like, here's the thing. It's very, I think I think they did the same thing to it as they did to Riverdale. And as someone who couldn't get into Riverdale, but like Sabrina, which was also the same thing, um, like the scarier, creepier version of the thing. Nancy Drew was really fun. Like, it's a really fun show. Uh, has the one dude, did you ever watch V, the TV show? If I showed you who played her dad, you would recognize him. He's the guy who looks like he's Michael J. Fox, but he's not. Hmm. Scott something? I don't know. I'm sure I would recognize Yeah, but they're all good. The girl who plays... Bess is, I think, my favorite. And so, like, there, there's there's a lot of really great characters on it. They, they've done a lot with, like, updating the story to fit. And it's just, like, like I said, surprisingly good at jump scares. Like, really, like actually creepy. It's, like, supernatural creepy. Nice. Yeah. So what you get? So, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm trying to rope in some of my stuff together. Uh, on Disney+, Plus, mm-hmm. you can watch The Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, which I think everyone who's listening to this has probably heard a crap ton about. Um, it is my favorite thing that Star Wars has ever done. Not just because Baby Yoda, but because I actually like got super invested in the characters. Like I liked the original trilogy. I liked the prequels. The newest things are fine. But like it's the first one I actually felt like legitimately invested in. But yeah, Mandalorian, definitely worth it. It's only one season on Disney+. Plus, So if you have it, it's worth watching. Oh yeah, the other thing that's really weird on that show, that PJ was in, is the Jeff Goldblum show. Oh yeah. So it, it I can't watch all the episodes because some of the episodes are about stuff that I like. I can't watch. Yeah, but there is a, a gaming episode uh, that has like arcade games and stuff. And then there's and a section LARP. on uh, LARP. Yeah, and our friend PJ is in it. And I, I think... I may have seen Sarah for a second. <laughs> like oh, a glimpse of Sarah? I don't know. I didn't think I saw Sarah. Like, out of focus in the corner? <laughs> but there you go. Cool. But yeah. So, I crossed that off my list. <laughs> ASMR. Uh, another thing, if you want something more comedy, dramedy, uh, HBO Barry. Yeah. Uh, Some of these stuff I'm like, I'm surprised I didn't. I didn't think of it right so away. That's why I thought we'd have more overlap. But Barry, which is something I watched because Casey kept raving about it, and also because yeah. I love Bill Hader and went through like an obsessive period when It 2 came out. 
Um, despite my, my problems with the actual It 2 movie, I, I got into a Bill Hader mood. Um, it's great. It's all on the HBO app stuff. Yeah, so HBO Go, HBO Now. It'll have be on both of those. Uh, actually, Barry is one of the shows I think right now is free. Ooh. There's a couple of things on HBO uh, that you can stream for free right now. Yeah, it's great. Twist turns, like, everything you could ever want. And it's, it's just really good. And I watched all of it in like I think like two or like three days four yeah, days it was really quick yeah uh like dude he's got some acting chops man right? and he he has he writes helps write yeah. most of the episodes that's why if you stay tuned to it they have the little speaks at the end when they talk about the episodes yeah which are all really funny uh a lot of like you know Game of Thrones would do that and like Westworld does it where it's like this is like cutting edge technology and like this is the idea we had and it's like very Student, they're like, dude, we didn't know. We just like went it like. Though I will say, with the HBO ones, not the HBO ones, the Game of Thrones ones, seeing people cut excerpts of that to all their responses to the end of the season, and then they go back to like, but remember when you said these things? Yeah. Has was one of my favorite things to come out at the end of that. Um, also, uh, the dude, bald dude. Oh, uh, Anthony Kerrigan. Yes, it's yeah. so good. Who I've met I, a couple times now is super lovely guy. Uh, Noho Hank is such so, a funny character. He's, he's amazing. And just hearing Bill Hader talk about him is one of my favorite things. Like, and like the roof thing where he... Yeah. They were, there's a scene that they were filming on top of a, a oh. roof, apartment roof in LA. And it was obviously blistering hot. And they were trying to get done as soon as possible but bill Hader could not stop laughing nope and that is classic bill Hader. yep uh but yeah barry so worth the watch uh the also main, not long no it's uh two it's seasons but like eight, eight episodes eight episodes a season yeah, i think it's like 16 yeah. total um uh, but the main lady is great mm-hmm. uh henry winkler henry winkler uh, finally gets his justice and got some awards yeah i love henry winkler i've loved him since he was fonzie i watched a lot of uh happy days reruns as a child yeah. and then he was in scream and i almost hated the movies because of the things but um i didn't but yeah henry winkler so good yeah uh yeah so you wanted to finish off with your last one. Oh yeah uh, but I, I have one more. Oh, yes. So, in lieu of all of these things that take effort to watch, if you want to chill, and if you're one of those people while you're stuck inside that have really leaned into all the stuff that happens in the kitchen, uh, Netflix has all of the Great British Bake Off, <laughs> and it's everyone is so lovely, everyone is so nice, you have never cared more about a bread, like, how the bread rises and like if the tent is too hot for the chocolate in the frosting but it's great everyone is just lovely the newest season has uh the guy casey likes noel fielding noel. from the mighty boosh yeah i was like his name is noel i forget his last name but um yeah it's just a lovely show it's very like calming if you want to just relax and chill and not watch people being horrible to each other and watch people actually be like kind human beings Similar, similarly, on Hulu, you could watch Making It, which is Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman's show about people who just create stuff. I don't understand how the judging process works at all on that <laughs> show because everything is so different, but everyone's so lovely, and at the end of each episode, they start building a band, and then they sing a song at the end. Cute. It's really cute. Um, but yeah, those are just two things if you just need to be reassured that uh, humanity is nice and yeah. humanity can be kind and make 
good things. I've watched someone with you. It's very, it's very calming. Yeah. And like, you know, you want everyone to succeed, but it's not. And it's a reality show. There is a competition, but but it's all not, of them want each other to succeed. Yeah, it's there's not a lot of Mm-mm. that classic reality drama crap. No, it's funny. Um, so, Grapefish Bake Off is great. One of the funny things about making it is that because it's not like they don't make drama, they don't have fights. Because the guy I think they try to make out as their mean judge is just normal. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's like, the meanest he, guy. like he says like snarky things, but then he's also like really nice to people. Um, but uh, on the Nick Offerman and Polar one, they'll cut away to like Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler like making chats about what's going on and like. So that they don't ha- have just on the contestants, but as, like, the cutaway stuff to, like, merge the stuff. And you just have Amy Poehler being, like, uh, pretending to start drama between things. It's like, <laughs> we have two people making Oreo-themed things. Man, the sparks are gonna fly and the flames are gonna be lit and da da da, da. And you cut to them and the two, like, the two contestants are just talking and laughing and helping each other. <laughs> and it's like, we are so drama! <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, so that's that's the last on my list. So what did you want to clear up? So a happy show uh, in its own way. Uh, I wanted to end with Shit's Creek. Nice. Uh, God, it's so good. Like, it starts off. Uh, the premise is like a really really wealthy family uh, loses all of their money and are uh, evicted from their mansion. And they have to go live in a motel in a town called Schitt's Creek, which the dad, played by Eugene Levy, uh, bought as a joke. Like, he bought a town as a joke, but now that's, like, the only possession that it's not only the only place they can afford to live, uh, because they work it out with the mayor, uh, but they are only there because... It's the one. It's the one title that couldn't be taken from them, like legally, uh, and so they end up staying there. But the course of the show, uh, it just ended, and I'm watching currently watching the last season. Uh, every other season is available on Netflix, uh, which is uh, the first five seasons. The sixth one is, uh, I think you might be able to watch it on like the. It's a pop channel thing. Which oh, I think is, the. But, I think yeah. it's Canadian. I don't, the it, show is Canadian. Yeah, no, it's it's a Canadian channel. They they air stuff. But I think you might be able to watch watch it on there, like on their website or something. Uh, if not, they'll eventually get it onto Netflix. But anyway, uh, the the show is like I really love watching these characters grow because in other shows like you know it's always sunny and like you know you watch terrible people be terrible. This one is about uh, terrible people learning to become better humans and like there's so many tender moments that are so earned and just yeah like it's it's very sweet and for people who are so selfish watching them grow as people and learn to uh do nice things for each other and for other people in the show like there's some people in, in that town that are just the worst but it's it's a really funny show, and uh, like there's, it's also very progressive because the uh, Eugene Levy's son is played by his own son Dan Levy, mm-hmm. uh, who created the show and writes a lot of the episodes and has directed some of it. 
so like I don't think he actually knew that. Yeah. Uh, that's his actual son. His actual daughter is plays a waitress in the show of the restaurant they always go to. Her name is Twyla, who's just this innocent, bubbly little character. Nice. Uh, but yeah, she she is in the show too, and so it's like the whole. There was a thing recently. I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, like a couple months ago. Yep. They did like a a quiz to see how well they knew each other. Yeah. And they are so good at it. Like, they oh, yeah. really do know each other, and they're all, like, it's a very family-oriented environment. Um, Catherine O'Hara, who's incredible, like, she's always good, but Moira Rose is one of the, the greatest gems that TV has to offer. Uh, nice. What, what a gem. What a, what a character. Uh, her and Eugene Levy have been in so many things together, and they're so, their chemistry is so good together, and they're just... And like everyone in the show is so good, and it's just like I, I I just love watching the the characters progress. But uh, they introduce uh, because uh, Dan Levy's character is uh, I guess mostly gay, maybe pansexual, like yeah. just free, sexually free, uh, and like there's no. There's not really any, uh... Shaming? Yeah, no shame whatsoever. There's, like, with one character, it's like, he gets to have that journey. Yeah. Uh, but there's no, like, from... As rich and snobby as these characters start off, like, there's n- no sense of, of shame in that or yeah. any homophobia, anything like that in the show, which is really nice. Uh, but it's just, it's just a, a really good show, and I'm not looking forward to seeing it end really soon, so... Because I, I still have to, a couple episodes left, but yeah, it's great. It's worth the hype. Uh, it takes a few episodes to, like get it running, yeah. but yeah. Nice. Well, I think we have uh, given you enough to get you through this whole uh, stay home, stay safe, as well as probably the next few years worth of content for you to watch. Yeah. Uh, but before all of that, if you need to binge any podcasts, you can. Mm-hmm. Binge this one. Yeah, we have a lot of episodes by now. I don't actually know the amount of episodes. Um, I stopped labeling them with numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us here on Talk Nerdy to Me Baby as we come to you, you know, just other people trying to connect with other people while we're all stuck inside and going through all the stuff that we're going through. And I hope that we can all come together as like a nice nerdy community to keep each other upbeat, positive, and hopeful in all of the stuff moving forward. And I think the stuff that we recommended is a good way to start. Yeah. And, you know, we always run long on our, on our episodes because we we are very passionate people. What else do you have to do? You can watch this, you can listen to this before you have to go do anything else. Oh, called out. Listen to us as you walk your dog. Listen to us as you exercise inside your house. Listen to us as you walk your dog again. (laughs) And then again, while your dog is like, please, I'm tired. (laughs) Listen to us while you clean. Listen to us while you cook. Listen to us while you sit in the bath for three hours refreshing your hot water. Because you have nothing else to do and you're now a giant prune. (laughs) Hey. Yeah, listen to our stuff, you prunes. (laughs) Shout out to my prunes. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. It 
the fact that you guys keep coming back and listening is, you know, it warms our hearts and we hope that you have fun while you listen. Did we do? Yeah, we do, indeed. And it gives us some time to be together and hang out. Uh, thanks so much for listening. We will be back with more episodes for your ears next week. And until then, stay nerdy. We'll stay nerdy. You have heard us. We will not hear you, but we will hear you on either Twitter, Instagram, or something like that, where I am a Marie by the Sea. And I am Case Crusader. And look out for some more fun stuff. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Who's got a penny? I got a penny. Who's got a penny? Why? <laughs>